0: This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice.
1: Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. Let's spend a little bit of time talking about their spell book. Sure because magic is sourced different ways for different classes. For wizards, it's specifically the spellbook. and there's a lot of unique things about the spell book, how you have to use it, how it can be used, what it does. Um, and I think clarifying all of that would be a really helpful thing to do, especially for people who've never played a caster um, right. to understand what it means when they have a spellbook with them. like what what is that? Why does it matter? Yeah. Is it just for fun? No, absolutely not. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it's very similar to um, how clerics are, where they clerics have access to every cleric spell that they're level appropriate for. Just every day they choose which ones they're going to pick. A wizard is very similar in that sense that they have a repertoire of spells in their spell book, and every day they can choose the ones they want to have loaded up. Right, like they're going to kit out what they want for that day but the downside is is if they were to lose that spell book they don't need to use it to replenish their spells like prayer with a cleric but if they ever wanted to change them out if they lose that spell book they can't they have to make an all new spell book um and that's where everything kind of lives and so don't get this idea that if you still a wizard spell book they can't cast spells that's not the case arcane focus maybe But this is how they can modify that repertoire of spells for that day. So they have something that is basically spells that you know, that's in the book, and spells that are prepared, the ones that you have loaded into your arcane pistol ready for the day. Um, So at first level, they start out with three cantrips and six first level spells. Now, you'll notice they only have two first level spell slots. That's because they're trying to give you options. And so basically you can, at the beginning of the day, a wizard can open up their spell book, look at those six first level spells they know, and they can prepare a number of spells equal to their intelligence modifier plus their wizard level, minimum one. So if they have an intelligence of 16, that's a modifier of three, first level wizard, so they can prepare four of those first level spells out of the six that they know but they can only cast two of them in a day because they only have two slots until they do their arcane recovery at a, at a short rest and get one back so it's a kind of a funnel of options and uh you just kind of have to be clever and uh ready to know what you're talking about i guess you know so
1: right yeah uh i think that hearkening back and keeping with the same kind of metaphor line of education college school right Mm -hmm. it reminded me and maybe i was the only one that did this but it reminded me of the binder that i had in college of like Uh for each semester and then it when it was like finals time i had index cards that were my study cards about what was going to be on that final and i didn't need to study all of them every single day i just needed to study the one for the final that that was was that week right and so it's kind of that thing where you're pulling out the knowledge that you've learned throughout that you know in this case semester and then refreshing your your knowledge on that area and so you don't need those cue cards with you 24 7 right because you've already right. reminded yourself what was on them so if they get lost you still remember that information and you're going to go in and take your final and you'll be good yeah. but when you're preparing for your next final in a different class you don't have that set of study cards right exactly. if you lose them and so I right. feel like that it, it fits really well into that same metaphor of just yeah. like, you know, it's it's your study cards. It's reminding you the things that you already have studied and learned, but it's refreshing your memory because we're human and we don't have, most people don't have the capacity to remember everything indefinitely in the their time. brains. Yeah, yeah, especially I, under pressure of monsters shooting at exactly. you. Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: I think that's a great uh, metaphor. And also it highlights that you and I spent our time in college very differently. <laughs> And I think you're the better for it. Um, <laughs> uh, don't be like me, kids. Um, and then also, too, so as they go up in level, obviously uh, the amount that they can have prepared for the day is going to go up because their intelligence might go up, their level is going to go up. But every time they gain a new level in Wizard, they can add two new spells that they have slots for to their spell book. And so that uh, role play wise, that could be because they found uh, some spells on a scroll or a book inside the dungeon they were just in. or they went to a local library during downtime and they found some more things. Uh, so basically, there's these two different tracks of known and prepared as they level up in this class.
1: Right. And let's continue on that vein with the idea of uh, like copying spells into your spell book because there is like a specific, kind of flavoring mechanic for that Um, as well as the idea of you know we kind of alluded to it but what do you do if you lose your spell book or it's damaged or destroyed um let's kind of cover that as well
0: yeah and so unfortunately like i don't think i've ever used the copying a spell into the book mechanics ever in 5e uh the replace yeah because i'm just like it's it's part of the minutiae of fiddling with all the dials and levers of a fictional world that just doesn't appeal to me um but the replacing a book is kind of cool because there's a lot of cool like uh game hook and story hooks that can go with that where now there's a side quest that features the wizard because they have to go get a new book or they've replace the book or rescue it from whoever has it, uh, which is kind of cool. But that being said um, that basically when you're copying uh, spells into the spell books, um, what you're going to do is for each level of the spell, it is so like, let's say it's the first level, it takes two hours and costs 50 gold pieces. Right. And the idea
1: there is like you have to practice what you're doing. Right. mm -hmm. It's like when you're in in, when you're in science class and you have to like perform the experiment and have it go wrong and then try it again to figure out what like you're doing incorrectly and fix it to get it down to a science.
0: Right. Because it's not just like, you know, pulling out your mechanical pencil and some graph paper and copying the spell down. It needs to be done a certain way with the right kind of like acid-free, you know, papers and the ink that's not going to degrade over time. And there also might be certain reagents and like weird, like Eye of Newton stuff that needs to go into the copying of the spell as well. Uh, So, yeah. And so a second level spell is going to cost you 100 GP and four hours to do and so on and so forth. Um, So that's expensive and that's a lot of time. And that's part of why I've never used it. See, we Um, actually used
1: it in my campaign, and it was really fun because we're in Curse of Strahd right now. mm
0: -hmm. And it
1: was a very interesting mechanic because it's scarcity, right? The amount of time that they have when things weren't chasing them. They can't really get downtime in the same way. Money is not a common thing. And so it was this, if you want to learn this thing, which would really help you out in this terrible place you're in you're going to have to really work for it. It can't just like come to you magically. And it was actually a really interesting, like over the course of weeks that it progressed to try to get this thing done and learn this one spell.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. In, in, In a campaign like Strahd, you're right. The pressure that that campaign constantly puts on players and the scarcity aspect, that actually is a great use case, I think. Yeah, I completely agree with that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's up to the DM. And obviously if you're in the land of plenty uh, and everybody has downtime and all of this, like it's really not relevant Mm -hmm. per se. It's just kind of like an extra thing to have to narrate. So depending on your story, it might be a really great thing to adhere to as a DM um, or not.
0: Yeah. And just as a fun aside, think about the utter extremes of that, like power word kill. How many words are in that spell? Hmm. But it's still going to take you 18 hours <laughs> and 450 gold to write that ninth level spell, even though it's a single word. So you know, there's that.
1: I mean, that kind of makes sense because there's no room to practice your craft.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, bring another frog in here. I'm going to test this out. <laughs> Die. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Okay. So that's
1: copying. If you want to use that rule, that's rules as written, uh, copying to a spell book. Um, and then there's also technically a mechanic for replacing your book. I like what you said about the plot hooks or Mm -hmm. the side questing. I think that that could be really fun. I hadn't really even thought about that. Um, but In addition to that, there are some mechanics for replacing your book, how you have to do it. Because it's not just a library book, right? It's a little bit more unique than that for obvious reasons.
0: Right. So uh, most commonly is people who want to make a copy or a backup copy of their book. And so in that case, it's only one hour and 10 GP per level because it's your own handwriting. And hopefully, unless you really are a doctor, you understand your own writing and your own notation. And so it's a little bit easier to do. But If the book is just gone, gone, and you're replacing it from scratch, it's going to be a little more hard, a little more difficult, and you can only copy back into the book the spells you already had prepared in your mind, because the ones you didn't prepare, you lost those note cards. You got to go find new spells to replace those empty pages.
1: If you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail, make sure you check out... The Critical Dice and their Endless Bag of Dice. You can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as seven bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium, C O M P E N D M, for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday, or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice, so make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time.